he thought that they were following a trend that the imperial court was going to be of African descent. Okay. Yeah. Right. So he thought, oh, Princess Irulan is going to be played by, I don't know, Lupita Nyong, which would be incredible casting. And the emperor is going to be played by Idris Elba. Idris Elba or Keith <laughs> David or somebody with a lot who's big and tall with a lot of gravitas, right? Ooh, I don't know about Keith David on. I think he would bring he he's got the voice. No, he's got a comical voice. He plays the president in Rick and Morty. He plays I we he we plays a lot of comical roles, but he's 100 percent male marines. He plays a lot of voices. <laughs> <laughs> Visually gorgeous and incredible. You know, a lot of the stuff in the movie is real. Mm -hmm. You know, there's real planes and real G's, like Tom Cruise. (laughs) (laughs) There was one villain that was worse than than Barbosa, Blackbeard, and Salazar. Salazar, and it was a female. Her name is Amber Heard. Amber Heard. Live there. It was Pittsburgh. It resonates with our city. We didn't even no, live I, in Pittsburgh. You, <laughs> you guys, I didn't you freaking. I'm not making a point of saying it's like every other city in America. Dude, I can't take it. Welcome back to the Wacky Wonderful Wiseworks podcast, everybody. All you guys, gals, geeks, and goofballs, and. All you crazy crack dads out there. Crazy crack dads. Bringing it back. (laughs) (laughs) Bringing it way back. What do you guys think about Link Neal becoming a DJ called Elk Hound Snuggle Baby? (laughs) It's the best DJ name I've ever heard. Is it really? It's pretty good. Did they talk about that on this week's podcast? They did. I I have not. At Mythicon, Rhett's been leaning into his... Music. James and the Shame music. Mm. And the Link's like, I gotta have something. I've always enjoyed <laughs> DJing. Yeah. And so he he created a persona, a DJ persona. They have their he own... performed live at the Mythicon. They have their own con? Yeah, well, this year was their first one. Oh, very good. It seems like a lot of big names. We're gonna be talking about uh, Sanderson later. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I feel like Sanderson's in a different boat than that. But I mean, talking about like starting your own con... Uh, uh, he said recently at at it's called Dragon Steel is what his is called, and he said at it that he wasn't gonna do it. Yeah. Uh, but his employees told him that s- somebody's gonna do it. Make a con entirely for high fantasy books, and you know, yeah, your stuff. Why not be him? Why not be the people who do it? And so his employees set it up. There's so many entertainers, YouTubers that are doing their own thing. You know, it's first started with the merch. Then mm-hmm. it then with everybody's the doing merch. Yeah. Well um, the Paul Brothers well, made merch. No, famous. no, no. No. The Paul they, Brothers let everyone know you can become a billionaire. <laughs> the they multimillionaire just by selling merch. The merch. They did not start it. I would of say of course they didn't start it. I would it. say that the the YouTubers were making money in the beginning by having like sp- like sponsored deals yeah. and having managers and everybody and almost like an actor 
originally is kind of what YouTube fame was. Uh, and then that stopped being a trend because that sucks and everybody hates it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so people are like, all right, so how do we really make money on YouTube aside from like ad revenue? Yeah. It sell merchandise. Yeah. And then the Paul stuff. brothers let everyone know that's how you do it. And this mm-hmm. is how much money you can make from it. Yeah. Yeah. Is it in that's what a lot of people do? A lot of people open their own design companies and mm-hmm. which is really cool. I mean, you have to uh, who's the guy? Well, since we're at a thousand subscribers, we're starting ours. <laughs> I've I've thought about like yeah. I can't wait till we can actually sell merchandise. What would it be? I'd want to sell some really cool t-shirts and hoodies and maybe Wait, some that, mugs. You're going so basic. What yeah. about what about the unique side of it? Because by the time we're selling merch, that you've been the, sampling the, Peter McKinnon too much. The the no the the market's already saturated with the graphic tees, with the prints, with the. Well, I'd like, want, why I'd, not? Do I would something want. Different? I would gotta, want people to be able to have something with the wise works logo on that they can wear maybe some mugs but yeah also well, I'm rings thinking, I'm necklaces thinking like, cool what about stuff. A, like a necktie no one sells a necktie <laughs> our generation like, doesn't <laughs> buy necktie joseph's gonna pull he's what like, about cufflinks what about the ascot <laughs> yeah <laughs> like, what about the ascot yeah what about <laughs> leg warmers what about, what about let's bring back let's bring back the jeans with the sewn in patches on the across the booty. Well, that what about the like rescue work? What about them mink <laughs> things that ladies, rich ladies used to put their hands in to keep them warm? Yeah. Imagine rich ladies walking around New York City with their hands being warm and our logo right there displayed at the top the front of it. <laughs> That's <laughs> awful. No, with their That's they ridiculous. have on their Russian hats. They're Russian hats. They're Russian hats. And they're hand warmers. Okay, you've because been the to New York way like more the, than us. The hand warmers look well, like the Russian hats. Is that what you hats. see when you go to New York? No, but it's in all of like the 90s rich woman movies. They wear the Russian hats with the hand warmer, and they, the hand warmer and the hats look the, like they're the same thing. I have one in Russian hats. I hate you, Wyatt. What if we put the WiseWorks logo right there on the front of the Russian hat? hat? Not like... Oh, it, like, it, okay, the ones with the flap? Yeah. Okay. No, those that's are, acceptable. Those are the bloodhound. Heads. That's acceptable. Yeah. It's, the it's, it's called a. Um, it's acceptable. Ushanka. Mm. A Russian Ushanka. That's what I have. I mean, don't try to type in Ushanka. You it's know like one I got from Amazon, but it's Ushanka. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You have one of them. Yeah. It looks, like, it looks like a shorter. I can go grab it right warmer. now. Wear it the rest of the no, podcast. No, no, Okay, no. Russian Ushanka, Angelina Jolie. How do you spell oh, she Angelina? She definitely has a Russian. Angelina. You could spell Ushanka, but not Angelina Jolie. <laughs> That's correct. Here we go. From Salt. Well, one of the that's best not looks really, ever. That's not, that's like, not really Ushanka. An Ushanka. You just learned what an Ushanka is. Stop schooling me on the Ushanka. I, okay, I know what it, they, I've known what it is for a while. I never knew the name of it. This is definitely the look. That style hat with the with hand warmer thing. That's what I'm saying, dude. That's and if wild. our logo appeared somewhere, <laughs> I see these hats somewhere in this vicinity. I see these hats and I hear the papers, please. Uh, <laughs> Song, which is a video game, you guys probably don't. Know. I don't know I what the like culture swine. Don't call me a freaking swine. <laughs> Back the crap up, man. You don't know about your video game. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a swine, though. I could be uncultured, and I'm fine with you that. You uncultured? Don't call me swine. Mm-hmm. Thing. 
Uh, that's better than swine. Have you guys ever wondered what the life of a pot-bellied pig is like? I I would guess it's around fifteen what? to twenty years. No, not not what? the lifespan. I'm talking about what the day to day is like. Oh, it's probably good, wholesome fun. Just like medium sized pig, you got a belly that's popped. You pink, hairless. They make a lot of noise. You guys ever seen those videos? Yes, yeah. Especially the, if you try to like pick them up or like just disturb I'm them. I'm just talking about the 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 little pig, like the little yeah, ones that no. people keep as pets. Mm-hmm. They uh uh they'll walk around the house. Wait, 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 wait. Yeah, yeah. Wait, wait. Like with every movement, they're going. Wait, I wait. I, watched, I was watching a YouTuber that decided it would be fun to just get a pig as a mm-hmm. pet. They didn't think it was fun after yeah. a couple months. Why? Because it makes too much sounds? Way too much. They make a lot of noise in pigs. I kind of want one of these. They're cute. Yeah. <laughs> Look at that little. But Imagine it coming up and touching it with a touch of its they, nose. They really are cute, but I would want it to like stop growing around here. Yeah, you don't want to turn into mm-hmm. this. I don't need a big boy. <laughs> that's a chunk but you know he's lovable <laughs> you know he'll snuggle with you did you know that some pigs can learn to paint I did and I've seen it before I don't I've know elephants what, what also. the heck we're talking about elephants now elephants also this yeah. has become mayhem yeah they're very smart but imagine like trying to snuggle up something that's like big and smelly like this if they're inside and they're clean they're not smelly they're actually relatively clean animals but he's got a lot of crevices you're gonna have to clean a lot of crevices to keep it's him like from smelling it's like an elephant though it's wild. It's yeah. absolutely you know, wild to me how good bacon is. <laughs> <laughs> you, okay, it's kind of like, no, I, I could be wrong about this, but I'm pretty sure this is what I heard one time. An elephant does not sweat, but mm-hmm. they have so much crevices and stuff, they yeah. spray themselves with water, and they that water kind of catches in the crevices. They'll do and similar. They, they leak cr- from crevices. And then they Keep just... Them cool. Yeah, they just... It's the the... Water just sits in those crevices, and they just hold it all day. They'll do similar stuff with dirt. They'll actually just yeah. throw dust up on them to keep them keep you know bugs and stuff off. Yeah, but elephants are wild. They are. I've I been. Mean, I actually today I've watched. There's this one guy on YouTube who just talks about animals, mm-hmm. and I've just been watching his videos because he's so entertaining. What's I, his name? Uh, I don't know, but. He really, he just talks about animals, and it's th- some of the fun, funnest Elephants videos. are pregnant for two and something years, I, I know. think. They're just pregnant for a long freaking time. They just get comfortable. They're like, now I'm pregnant, and I'm pregnant for a good chunk of my life. They're kind of like, you know, wait. It's like the, when, when the elephant actually comes out, they're like, who's the dad again? I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I've forgotten. <laughs> Casual <laughs> Geographic. Is what he's called. Casual Geographic. And he gets he gets lots of views Elephant's on He gets pregnant. like millions. It's the first thing. He gets millions of views on his videos. Uh, but he gives legitimate facts and he's very 21 funny. 21 months. Okay, so I was wrong. I said two years. But that's pretty that's close. Long. It's a long time. 18 months. Yeah. That's, that's a pretty long. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Speaking of elephants, mm-hmm. do you think we'll see any elephants in Dune? No. <laughs> no? No. But good segue. Yeah. I I was thinking like maybe they bring in like a space elephant, mm-hmm. an elephant nah. or even. No, they a don't mammoth? mention it in the book, so it's not going to be there. I feel like there's too much sand. The elephants <laughs> would have to have like a giant, you know. Yeah, there's a quite a quite a lot of sand for an elephant. 
Yeah. Wait, ele- elephants can't do sand. They can't even sweat. We just talked about how they they, can they sweat. live. They live in in arid parts of Africa and in jungles of India, but they don't live in like Sahara areas, Saharias, <laughs> if you will. <laughs> I will. <laughs> um, but so speaking of Dune, mm-hmm. you yeah. got some news you'd like to share? I was just I was going through stuff and I saw a poster. Okay. That I really like. Was it a fan made? It is not for the, the next second. movie. It's for part two. It, no, it's for this movie. It's and it was fan made. No, it's by a company called Mondo, and they make uh, they make posters for people who for nerds. Yeah, they make toys, they make gifts, all kinds of stuff. Uh, very professional looking. Fan and made. They, they made no. It's a company. It's a company that does this for, for professionally. And they made this poster, which I thought I was looking at. It, I was like, wow, this is just a good poster. And it, it got is. me hyped. It got <clears throat> me hyped for the next movie. Yeah. So I went around, started looking up what information do we have? Mm-hmm. And the information's kind of sparse, but we've got a few different things. I don't want to derail from the Dune train. Mm-hmm. You shouldn't, in fact. I'm going to, but then Derail. we're gonna, we're going to go right yeah, back. We're going to go right back to Dune. Um, I can't look at Timothy Chalamet without thinking of him being a cannibal at this point because of the the movie he's about to come out with. Yeah. Okay, back to Dune. <laughs> <laughs> so you're saying you're not hyped for Dune Part Two because of the cannibalism? What about? I uh, am, but every time I look at can- at Timothy, I'm like, you know, he's going to eat me. What's he, he What's might... the name of that film? Bones and something. Bones and all. Bones yeah. and all. What about Anthony uh, Hopkins? Hopkins. He played Hannibal Lecter. Well, yeah. but he also played. The, I, did. I mean, okay. he'll eat your liver with a side of I watched. <laughs> he also will freaking whip I, your ass with a mask on. Mm-hmm. I, I watched um, Zorro. Face. I watched <laughs> Zorro, and I grew up with Zorro. And then I watched yeah. that movie. So, like, I'm thinking. You know, he's going to eat me, but he's also going to scratch a Z in the wall. Yeah, so you you imprinted <laughs> on a different movie. Yeah. Understandable. Um, so, you, wait, this was your <laughs> t- Timothy Chalamet imprint, imprintation? Well, I'm not imprinting like a freaking vampire <laughs> or a werewolf, but yeah. Okay. Uh, so, the first piece of news, and I don't know how you set up these slides, so just hit the next slide. Or whatever slides you got. So Zendaya fairly recently posted this photo from Abu Dhabi, which is one of the filming locations. And she says, I know I've been quiet, but I'm here just working as As usual. usual. Anyway, sending love from Arrakis. So this is one of the locations they've been filming and it, it the is mysterious instagram it is very pretty out there in the desert yeah. that's a beautiful sunset but it, it's cool to know they're, they're out production they're out there they're filming, filming. Mm-hmm. that guy and 27 seconds ago <laughs> well i don't know when <laughs> yeah. i know posted. i know i know i know but they're out there right for especially right. when yeah. this podcast comes out like two weeks ago Yes. So it's been a minute. <laughs> but also, uh, uh, Timothy Chalamet has talked briefly about working with the uh, the new actors and actresses on set. Uh, just that they're all really professional, great actors. And yeah. just it's been a great experience. Yes. Um, who was it who said – who was it recently? Um, Javier, Javier, Javier 
Bordem, is yeah. that his name? Uh, he, I, I didn't ask you to get a slide from him, but he plays, um, he plays like the leader of the Fremen in the movie. He comes in and he spits at the Duke as a sign of respect. Wait, a, a sign of respect? Yeah, because they value water more than anything else. Oh, yeah, else. yeah, yeah. Yeah. So he said when he was working on the first one that it was like an incredible experience, mm-hmm. uh, super pro- professional, over and enjoyable. Uh, yeah. Just he's been in a lot of good. He's movies. been in a lot of good stuff. He's a great actor. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but more most notably was the recent news about Austin Butler. Yes. So I was going to ask you to get a slide. Because he's going to be playing Fade Rotha. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and if you guys know anything about Dune, Fade Rotha is one of the nephews of Baron Harkonnen. He is, you know, brought in to help Raban. And he's an intact. Oh, there you go. Just grab that picture of Sting right there. This one? The, the one in the blue uh, here? Here? panties. No, not that <laughs> the one. Blue the blue panties. Oh, the, oh, right here? There. Yeah, there we go. Blue panties. Played by Sting. Yeah. Back in the. <laughs> And so he's, he's awesome scrawny, Butler. kind of. Yeah, well, but that's, that's I, no, I I could see Austin Butler playing this. I it's it is gonna be a little bit difficult, you know, for that for like Timothy to be fighting and stuff, and then hear Austin be over in the corner and be like, "Thank you, thank you very so much." So they fight. He so in the book, uh, uh, Paul Atreides fights Fade Rotha in the end. Mm-hmm. They have a yeah. they have a knife fight, which is a big part of the book. Fade's an important character. Um, and so it's going to be interesting to see Austin Butler play this guy. I think it's yeah. good casting. I think it's Ooh. good casting. See, I thought Skarsgård. I thought Bill Skarsgård. I, I didn't think of that until until I saw this post, and then I thought Skarsgård would be. I was thinking this. I was like, this. I was. Well, how do we know? We haven't seen Bus Butler look, do fade. Yet. I believe. Well, I believe Butler will do it. You just are, You're just a Skarsgård fanboy. You're just a no. fan of them piercing eyes. Austin, the slightly off kilter piercing Austin eyes. Austin can do a lot, but, but they look kind of similar, don't they? Is his dad is is Baron Harkonnen? Unibrow. Yeah, I have one of those too. Uh, <laughs> yeah, all so, you gotta do is pluck, pluck. yeah. So is you're also real close to that picture. So <laughs> I I, I thought this maybe. was the obvious casting because <sighs> Baron Harkonnen is played by uh, Stellan Skarsgård, uh, but alas. Austin Butler, I think, is a good choice as well. And he had some recent comments about working on the film. Did he? He said, uh, so he just seems like a very genuinely sweet guy mm-hmm. uh, and, and maybe a bit of a nerd as well. Okay. He said going on set was one of those surreal moments. Okay. You know, it's like he said it's like walking on the set of Indiana Jones. You know, and and to be part of a production like this and a story like this is just super awesome mm-hmm. and amazing. Stuff like that is what he was saying. Uh, the surreal part. Yeah. Super surreal yes. is what he was saying. Uh, and he really respects Denis Villeneuve and everything he's done. Uh, so I think, you know, I think he's going to bring a good performance. We saw the kind of performance he could bring to Elvis. Yeah, which is his heart and soul. His heart and soul. I think he can bring just a stellar performance to this role. I I, I believe it. And the thing is, I I'm trying to trying to give p- 
people the benefit of the doubt mm-hmm. unless they don't deserve it. Yeah. He's, yeah. He he earned he's clearly he's earned his acting. He's definitely earned it. Um no, I I I don't know much about the Dune story. I've not read the book. Mm-hmm. But I I think he as what I've seen of the first one, he'll fit in. He'll fit. Okay, so, so I got a I got a good question. Okay. If we got Paul Atreides mm-hmm. and Fade AKA Austin Butler and Timothy Chalamet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Going after it. Who are the women going to vote for? Because all Oof. the women like both of these <laughs> yeah, men. Yeah, <laughs> very true. Like who what who are they going to vote for? They're going to be like be <clears throat> friends. Be friends. Kiss maybe. <laughs> Kiss. <laughs> Kiss. So I feel like there's a there's a third person in the running here. Who? The Baron? Raban? <laughs> no, there's not a third person. Um so <laughs> The other casting, the other casting news that we've heard is for the Imperial family, um, and John Mark brought up a a point about what you know the way that Hollywood race and gender swaps, and yeah. they've done it in Dune with um, Liet Kynes. Mm-hmm. But he said they they so far of the Imperials that they've shown us of the Imperial court, they've been. Um, dark-skinned uh traditionally like african-looking people mm-hmm. right so the the guy that comes from the imperial court this guy uh, and Liet kynes this guy you know who is also from the imperial court he thought that they were following a trend that the Imper- imperial court was going to be of african descent okay yeah right so he thought oh Ir- princess irulan is going to be played by i don't know lupita nuong which would be incredible casting and the emperor is going to be played by Idris Elba Idris Elba or <laughs> Keith David or somebody with a lot who's big and tall with a lot of gravitas right yeah and i thought if you're if you're race swapping right yeah the that would be incredible casting ooh i don't know about keith david honestly i think he would bring he he's got the voice no he's got a comical voice he plays the president in rick and morty he plays i we he we plays a lot of comical roles but he's 100 percent male marines he plays a lot of voice <laughs> voice actors i mean listen here Rick. No, he, he voices a lot mm-hmm. in in he's a big voice actor um but but he's no. also he's also you say that a big man. So good. He's tall. He's got a deep voice. I think he would have played the emperor well. And then and, Bert and, and Guster. And they the <laughs> like the crest and everything of the Imperials is lion themed. So, you know, Africa, you know, the home of lions. I thought it what's, would what's his name? Keith David. Keith David. Is this Lion? We don't get we don't get enough. Is this the is this mm-hmm. that? He this does the not house? get enough. So praise keith david yeah because he's it's his voice it's he, he yeah plays in some he's a great actor he's so good is this their name house uh house corino corino yeah is that um, the emperor that the empire yeah his name the emperor's emperor. name is shaddam and which i also thought arabian perhaps for shaddam oh you know yeah um but it seems like the the casting that they went with for Princess Irulan was Florence Pugh, mm-hmm. who, yeah. and for the Emperor Chris Walken. Chris, I would have chosen Idris Elba or Keith David. This is confirmed. Wait, well, I don't know if Walken is confirmed, but Florence Pugh is confirmed. 
Wait, for real? Chris Walken's going to oh, play the Emperor? Oh, House Atreides. We got to get him on a racket. <laughs> oh, no. Because they're no. a threat no. to my empire. No. no. Oh, wait, you're saying that Chris Walken has been confirmed as the Emperor? I didn't say he was confirmed. No, no he was not confirmed. I, Hold up. I said that's... It was it was news that I saw potential. I don't know if he's confirmed. You Walken, can look it I've up. I've never been look, it says it right there below the photo. Christopher Chris Walken, Walken to play Emperor Shaddam the fourth in Dune Two. Okay, I've never been upset with Walkins mm -hmm. in Walken. any walk Walkins, I think, is a different person. Chris Walken. Walken <laughs> Um I've never been Barkinson. upset with him. <laughs> I've never been upset with anything he's been in. Mm -hmm. He's been so good, but not Dune. Yeah. So what? So who is the other person? Florence Pugh. Mr. Pugh. Florence Pugh. I, I, another big actress in Hollywood right now. Yeah. Uh, been in a lot of stuff. She's great she's a good actor up, but and i believe she's a great cast for the princess in the traditional writing of the book as and a, if you're gonna make the as a white empire character. family white, white sure which they probably should have made him black they i should have like, made him black i like it would have been it it would have made more sense it would have made a lot of sense it would have been great you know for you know hollywood does a lot of this for representation but that this would have just been good for the this story. is just that would have been just good casting yeah um not having to represent so at all I, I have a question time. for you guys yes we got three new big names added to the roster potentially three big austin for sure butler, austin butler florence Pugh, chris walken florence Pugh's fine chris walken i don't know does this? I don't know about that. So the issue I had before the movie came out, the yeah. first one, was I was like, "Oh, we got Oscar Isaac, we got uh, Timothy Chalamet, mm. we've got Zendaya." I was like, "All of these big Scar names, Scart. all of these huge names." Yeah, Dave I was Batista. like, "They're just. This seems like, you know, get the biggest actor for this role, mm. and that's one of the biggest worries I had." Um, we saw. Wait, okay, so what what is your concern? What's your question? Is is the idea of like you know grabbing stars that are hot right now? Are they doing that because they're hot right now, or do you think they're going with who's the best actors for these roles? Okay, go ahead. I was gonna take it back to now. I don't want to. I don't want to give light to all of these films because some of them. Could be questionable, mm -hmm. but like the Narnia films, mm -hmm. all of the names except for Lim Neeson was pretty basically much basically unknown. Unknown, yeah. There was nobody. I mean, I'm talking about the Disney one, yeah, because there was one not, not right, not the ones before that, that. BBC um, joint. Um, <laughs> um, they were unknown, mm -hmm. but yet they were decent. But they, but they yeah, were pretty it good. turned out well. Um, so I don't know. So you're saying that you don't know. I would say, um, I would say that they for sure deserve a chance. Well, I see. Cause the first one, these characters who every character in the movie is almost like a definitive version of the character. Batista plays Raban beautifully. Skarsgård plays, uh, Harkonnen. Amazing. As... 
the characters are mm-hmm. in the in the first movie. They do a really good job of playing those characters. So I can definitely see the uh, these new actors coming in and playing the characters well. Yeah. It just it's this kind of like big star casting a big star who's really hot right now yeah. in these roles that I don't know. I don't know why it irks me a little bit. No, I I understand. But I also it's, it's something I've been thinking about is big names are big names for a reason. Mm-hmm. Sometimes they are good at acting. Yeah, but you know, but or they a big just name. have one IP. Idris Elba's good. Lupita's good. That, yeah. that that is true. But I think we need to. They are good at acting. I just think most actors are bogged down by this. You know, I don't want to be. I don't want to say something politically incorrect mm-hmm. so that. I can be, you know, I don't, I don't want to be uh, yeah. disowned for the next film or this or that. But they're big names for a reason. They're well, good. Okay, I have my own thoughts though. Mm-hmm. For the most part, actors will do whatever it you takes. ask them to. They just happen to be the face of the industry, right. which doesn't mean they are the face of these movements either. Most of the time, they're just talented people who would, who can rise to the occasion for most roles you put in front of them. Mm-hmm. Honestly, yeah. I just I, I I agree with John Mark in that, you know, the casting could have been, you know, more diverse. In this situation, it would have worked beautifully because yeah. this is a futuristic sci fi world, you know? Yeah. And it doesn't matter honestly who you replace. You know, you just show it shows like certain families. Yeah. Right? And if the Atreides are very clearly descended from like European, you could have done the the royal family is descended from African, and they would have it would have looked right, would have felt right, and there's such it would have been such right. good like uh, who'd you say? Um, Idris Elba, yeah. <sighs> Give me some Idris Elba. You like? Did you watch Beast yet? I haven't. But no, I like, he's I like Idris Elba. Wait, he uh, he's great in uh, Catch Me If You Can. Or the guy who plays Corliss Valerian. Idris Elba is in Catch Me If You Can. No, who, who am I uh, I'm thinking of? I'm thinking of Chris Walken. Chris Walken. Yeah, we're talking about Idris Elba, my dude. I don't know why the I guy who plays Idris Corliss Elba. Valerian. Mm-hmm. Another guy, tall, big, hmm. deep voice, got that emperor presence. But who is he? Very well known outside of House of the Dragons. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But he's a good actor. He is good. I'm. I'm. Uh, curious. This John Mark character you're talking about. Mm-hmm. Uh, is he some big, you know, producer? Yeah, 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 yeah. He's a big wig. We don't yeah. Know. Is that why he's got such big, you know? <laughs> he's on the DL right now. He was kind of friends with Jeffrey Epstein for a little bit. Is that why he's keeping a low high regards for whatever he thinks about his opinion? I mean, it's just, I thought it was, I thought it was a good idea. Yeah. What do you, it, it, Side note, he sent okay. something to the group chat. Did you guys read it? No. no. What did really? he say? Group chat? Uh, to the to the meme dump is what he sent he, it. He no. wrote something mm-hmm. and sent it? Yeah. Let me take Not a look. Not today. Not today. Yeah, he just is a story that's been brewing in his head for a long time. We've talked a lot about. And so he uh, thought he'd send it to the to a, a he may have, DM group? He may, have, he may have been meaning to send it to me. Uh, but I, it's not confirmed. Uh, it's a hor- <laughs> it's a horror it's a horror story that we ah. that he wrote up years ago. Um, 
that's that's a fun and no, interesting. No, I've not had time to horror look at that. story. When did he send this? I have like not had today. time to look. No, oh, yeah, yeah, I'm today. way past it. Then. Yeah, today. Today. It was it was a post. So, scroll just a tiny bit. Scroll up a bit. Yeah, right, right there. there. Right uh-huh. there. Yeah. Oh, just one little phrase. No. Uh, yeah. yeah. No, he hasn't. Do you want me to read it real quick? No, I was just no. Like, you don't have to. No, maybe we I'm, haven't got consent from Jamar. We have not got consent from John Mark, so we can't. He sent it. He sent it to a select group. I'll read it. Read it on the podcast. Come this on. feels like a more of a midnight special. Just don't play. say that. He'll probably blush. Oh, he doesn't listen. He don't listen. He don't All right, listen. here we go. Nobody's telling anybody. Don't yeah. <laughs> the wind whistled through the pines, bringing with it the chill of an uncommon winter. She. The silver moon was gone, hidden behind black clouds that bloated out the sky. Blotted, blotted out the sky. Mm-hmm. That's good. Do yeah. you want to keep going? keep going? I read half of it already. Yeah, go ahead. Snow fell, and the neat rows of trees turned sinister. A white maze. This man-made forest, cultivated and cared for? Cared oh. for. <laughs> I don't know. My good time. This fancy writing, I can't get behind it. He, I don't understand it. No, Hold on, let me finish I, this. Let me. I get it. This man-made forest, cultivated and cared for, reared its true face. An ancient face, the face of forest old, mighty and terrible, and somewhere through the pines, dead needles crunched. Yeah, I would like it if he just used a couple less fancy called, words. It, uh, no, no, no. It's called prose. No, no. I I, I get it. It's I like the fancy. But gosh, it's dang it. Prose? I'm just trying to make sure I read everything right. I don't pay attention. I I like the fanciness. No, I, John Mark is beautiful. I. Oh, I, oh just clip that out. We'll, <laughs> we'll clip that out. John Mark is beautiful. John Mark is beautiful. <laughs> John Mark is beautiful with his writing. Can we get a gift for that? John Mark is beautiful. John Mark is John Mark is beautiful. John Mark is beautiful. I did real, so no. I can make one. I know how to make one. <laughs> um, he's blushing a little bit. I'm gonna do a little prank on you. When you think you're posting the podcast, you're just posting a one hour and thirty minute video of you on repeat. John, John Mark, Mark is beautiful. beautiful. <laughs> It is. It's good. Who knows what I was gonna say at this point? He's. Mm-hmm. It's good. I just thought I. You bring said him it. <laughs> you said what you had. John to say. Mark's writing is beautiful. It is beautiful. Let me rephrase myself. Mm-hmm. No, let me not rephrase myself. John Mark is a beautiful man. Okay. <laughs> there you go. Just get get behind that, it. You know, force it through. He should be more ass- sure of himself. But mm-hmm. John Mark, you're a beautiful man. He. No one knows who John Mark is. He's my brother. They know. They know. everyone for up to this point thought he was Jeffrey Epstein's friend. Well, <laughs> you mentioned that, that. <laughs> but we didn't correct ourselves. Oh man! Uh, but you had to correct me. Any other interesting news about Dune Part Two you'd like to bring up? No, that was it. I saw the poster. I I just wanted to talk about it because we're. A, it's been about a year since the last one, and we're about a year from the. Next. And we're about a year out from the next one. If we're at the halfway point where I'm. I'm wanting Dune, you know? We got to sludge through another year. I want to feel it. I want to be in it. I well, want to get to Dune. No, I want to well, smell well, it. It'll be like, like like you run over a pebble. You know what that pebble is? Mm. Avatar. So like, <laughs> <laughs> so like, it'll be kind of, okay. it'll be like sludge and then it'll be like, tingling. just Avatar. Isn't it amazing? That and then you keep going. <laughs> you know, Denis Villeneuve got his sequel out like two years after. Incredible, <laughs> honestly. That's amazing. Yeah. You know what Peter Jackson did back in the day? He filmed he all filmed of his all crap at once. 
He uh, was like, I'm, <laughs> I'm betting the farm. Yeah. <laughs> Just all three at once. And, in, and it made an incredible trilogy. Yeah. Arguably the greatest trilogy of all time. Yes. I would give it greatest trilogy of all time. Over Star Wars, for sure. Yes. I, I will say, like... Because you don't even know how popular them films were overseas. Mm. Star uh, Not Star Wars. Friggin' in, Lord of the Rings was so popular out in Europe. Wildly popular. New Zealand, Australia, crazy town. Mm. I will say this, since we're talking about Lord of the Rings. Lord of the Rings were so good... And then The Hobbit, they were okay, but they weren't the best. And I, my theory is because they tried to make them too fast. Yeah. I will say Dune taking some time, mm-hmm. some years in between, I'm happy with that. Yes, I have to wait, but them make, taking years might preserve the story. I'm happier. I'm happier with the the creatives taking their time to create a story mm-hmm. uh, and waiting a little while. Mm-hmm. I mean, people waited so many years for uh, video games like Elden, Elden Ring. Ring. Elden yeah. Ring. People have been hearing about Elden Ring for what, years. 15 years? Yeah. yeah, like 15 years. People have been hearing about the... Uh, they heard about God of War, the the... Not the most recent one, but the one... The first one, mm-hmm. not the first. They had to wait like freaking. They had to wait a long time for a new God of yes. War game, and then it came out, and then we had to wait several years for this, the most recent sequel. Yeah, and how long did they have to wait for Black Ops? Call of Duty. When? Well, Call of Duty's always yeah. had, always been. But out. Black wow. Ops, where you could shoot zombies that are also Nazis, so you Pretty don't feel cool. bad at all. You put yeah. Black Ops. <laughs> the, it's better to wait. Yeah, it's better to wait for Hold something you love. Up. It's good to wait. It's not always better to wait. It's better to wait if the outcome is a better outcome. But imagine how much disappointment if it's trash at the exactly. end of the wait. Yeah. That's I'm not that's referring to that. That's what we're all that. nervous about with Avatar. Yeah, I'm not that's not what I'm talking about. If it's trash, it's trash, right? It's like Cyberpunk 2077. When it came out, trash. And people waited and waited. They got Keanu Reeves on that stuff. And everybody loved it. And the memes were amazing. And Keanu was amazing. But when the game came out, it was broken. It was blech. I'm just saying, when you wait Mm -hmm. and it comes out and it's really good, Mm -hmm. you appreciate it more. No. Yeah, I hear that. But speaking of waiting. Yep. What have we been waiting for? I waited for... I've been waiting... I've been waiting off and on over the years for the next Sanderson book. And before you tease Sanderson. You really messed me up with these. Joshua reached <sighs> over and touched my finger. I was going to Joshua? I was going to cushion. I knew what you were doing. You knew I was segwaying. And I was going to be like, but hold up. Sanderson's pretty cool, my man. But you know who's better? The patrons. Thank you. You know who's better than your favorite author? The patrons. <laughs> the patrons that pay you, sir. We really yeah. do love them. The sir, the, the sirs and madams. The lairds and ladies. The, the lards and ladies. Laird. Yeah. Laird. I said laird. I didn't say lards. Laird is just lord with an accent. Yeah. So it's lard from could Scotland. also work. It's from Scotland. It's laird what they call it. They ladies. call them lairds. Laird and ladies. Daniel and Katie Lily. Mm-hmm. Yes. Sir Daniel. Madam Katie, wait. What's the what's the highest lady? Lady Katie? Would I don't know? 
What do they what's call? What's the highest form what of? Don't besides look at me. Queen, Why are you looking at besides me? Besides queen and princess, what's the highest earned rank for a woman? When when a, when the king or the queen day. knights a woman, what is that? Is that I like, don't think they knighted like, women. <laughs> is that like Dame Judi? Well, Dench? We, we saw that in you know, Brian. Judi Dench is a title. It's Dame. Yeah, Lady. Lady Brown. I like Dame, Dame Judy Dench. I like is what Dame. She's okay, I, Sir I like Daniel Dame. and Dame Katie. Yeah, Ooh. I think that's pretty. I think that's. I think that's akin to a knightship. <laughs> Nowadays, like wait. So I'm allowed to say Dame whenever I Where want. Where do you think it came no. from? It's like Sir Patrick Stewart. He was knighted by the Queen. So this beautiful Dame, Dame Katie Lily. Yeah, I don't know. Thank you guys so much. <laughs> Thank you, sir. If Daniel. you're still watching this, we're just trying to shout out the patrons. We just go on so we get we get we get caught up in the in the we, no we, we don't get caught up episode. in nothing. I'm fully on the tracks. I'm just trying to shout out and properly pronounce what we're trying to say by all of this is that we hold you in the highest regard. And without yes, without any kind of underbelly, undertone, dark humor. Why oh, gotta say underbelly? Well, you gotta. <laughs> they understand that. Thank there's, you. there's no ill will. In fact, only positive. Why would you even think there was? <laughs> Thank you, Daniel and Katie. Next segment. Brandon Sanderson, please. Yeah, Brandon. T- <laughs> Brandon Sanderson. Look, look at him reading a book. Ooh. Got a good class. He's got a butt. Chin. Got a butt chin. We both looked at the chin. <laughs> That's the first thing. We got so, a great chin. I wanted Flat. to bring this up. Partially because I just finished his most recent book, mm-hmm. Big One in the Cosmere. Um, is that what it's called? So the Cosmere is his extended universe, which is kind of what I want to talk about. Is, is the ex- it called Big One in the Cosmere? It's called the Cosmere is what the uh, extended universe is called. He's saying it's a big one. It's a big book. In the universe, okay. in the universe or the Cosmere. Because it's, it's had the most- Big one in the Cosmere. It's had the most crossover yeah. in any of other books May so I say this? Joshua doesn't listen to you. When you explain how fun you're having with these extracurricular stories- No, I do. Joshua doesn't listen. Do. He just turns his brain off. Sometimes okay. I think I should listen to these. So Sanderson has been releasing books in, in the Cosmere- for uh, way back in 2008. Um, and he said recently at the Dragon Steel Con that um, high fantasy and books like that were always kind of written, but you, people didn't really want the connectivity mm-hmm. of, every, of, of a bunch of different stuff. But with the birth of the internet, and Marvel doing what Marvel does, mm. uh, people want, people like it. Yes. People enjoy seeing. It's like, oh, this book has the same character as this book, and they're, and and so people were seeing these hints and really enjoying them, mm-hmm. the same way we did in Marvel in the early days, right? And it was, and that was when he realized that a connected universe could work, mm-hmm. and so he decided to make every book that he writes in this universe connected. And so they the magic systems all kind of overlap. Characters go from one place to another. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you'll see different characters in different places, hopefully ultimately culminating into something big. Right? Okay. He's written a lot of books in this Cosmere. Roughly how many? Roughly, I guess. 37. Whoa. 37 books in in the Cosmere. He's written a bunch outside as well since 2008. That's, Wait, that's so many that's books. That's why I ask follow-up questions so because like, 
You get a better grasp. So the big ones would be like Warbreaker, Elantris, the Mistborn Series 1, Mistborn Series 2, Wax and well, Wayne. Wax and Wayne is the one I just finished, that mm-hmm. series, and that had like four books, yeah. five books. Uh, and the Stormlight Archive, which is the big series. Which is what you've been consuming for a minute. A minute. I've been I've been listening to Stormlight Archive for a long while, and those are big girthy books too. So the Earth Boys. I bring all this up because he has built a massive uh, universe, mm-hmm. um, and he's just recently brought in uh, a friend and fellow writer, Dan Wells, to write some of the books in this universe. And he's got a company, and he's doing a lot of stuff. He's putting and, a lot of elbow grease into world building. Yeah. So my question is, do you guys think that this kind of stuff is sustainable? sustainable so in are you talking about in contrast to like what we see from what we see what we see with dc what we've seen with marvel these these connected universes what we've seen in the comics as well is can it get too out of hand can it become a will it become a burden Mm -hmm. is is the quality going to stay the same Okay, first off, I have a hard belief that it doesn't matter how in-depth you get, world building is never going to become too much. Yeah, It only is reliant on how much creative elbow grease the artists are putting into this world building. I do happen to believe if it comes from the mind of too many people, okay. then it becomes corrupt. Then it starts to, uh, in some ways fall in on itself Mm -hmm. you know you have too many people's passionate ideals about these worlds being interjected and made canon and that's incorrect you shouldn't do it that way that's why tolkien created one of the most wonderful world building stories of all time sanderson and martin they're building currently some of the greatest modern day worlds of all time it's working really well for these individuals because it's from his noggin. Yeah. His brain. It's not from all of these different perspectives that we see from that turn into shows like Marvel, DC, and Star Wars, you know? But also, he's working on a lot of different stuff. Yeah. He's doing a whole bunch of do – do you think there can be like a decay with that? A half-life? Okay. I have a theory, and mm-hmm. I feel like we've talked about it on this podcast before – there's a lot of people that they write sub stories, but they have their story. Mm-hmm. And a lot of writers have this one story that they have in the back of their mind, in the front of their mind. There, maybe they're writing about it. Maybe they're coming out with stuff, but it's their story. So if they cultivate it, they work on it, they build it, then they can actually come out with a product and it's accepted and found. Yeah. But and that's what they'll be. There's only for. kind of one world, one story mm-hmm. that everybody has that kind of works for them. Yeah. Maybe that is their story. I mean, like uh, J.R.R. Tolkien, Middle Earth, Middle Earth. You know, Sanderson. Sanderson. What is that? So his big his big one that he's writing is the Stormlight Archive, which okay. p- takes place on the planet of Roshar. The thing is, it's not the only story that has been super successful for him. Yeah, may you I know? point out something? Uh, but I, I think what you're saying does apply to him 
in the Cosmere. The Cosmere in these books, which take place on different planets with different characters, with different magic systems, that's his story. Okay. Is this overarching yes. Cosmere. Yes. It it does work then. Um, then yes. But I but what I've learned from Brandon that I that I think contradicts somewhat yeah. your thought is that uh, not everybody has only one big idea, right? No, they have other ideas, but sometimes they're not their story. I feel like there's always been one story with a lot of of writers mm-hmm. that just kind of works, and it's, let me, it's their story. Let me rephrase it. I think what I learned from him is that you can have one idea, mm-hmm. but that it can be so massive – it's many. It no, can okay. be so huge, yeah. right, from one person that it's many, many, many different stories. Um, but I'm just – my thought was like what we've seen from DC mm-hmm. has been a cluster. You yeah. Know? Mm-hmm. Just so many – like failure after failure. They haven't really gotten their universe together even still. Even still. And then Marvel we're seeing creative decay – Okay, with this fourth fourth as, wave, as as many people coming in and out, maybe I, we add, maybe we add our own voices to the uh, the proud and the many, the MCU, um, the MCU, because that's apparently a, a oh, movement hold, right hold now on, that's becoming controversial. If you say MCU, then you're anti Marvel at this moment. I want to mm-hmm. combat this, and then we can get back to the MCU. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, like um, Stan Lee's universe is. The Marvel Universe. Mm-hmm. And that's his story. Yes, it is just a bunch of superheroes, but it's the Marvel Universe and how it kind of ties together. Yeah. That is his universe. Yeah. Um, it can be multiple stories, but yet it's one it's universe. And it, yes, it can be multiple mm-hmm. things, well, but it ultimately kind of ties I mean, together. I agree with you. I think some writers have one big thing yeah. that they do, and it's... It it can be well. It's it's the it's the story that defines their. It's career. the story that defines their career, but I. But that wasn't their career. It I was mean, just the definition of it. I would because I would say something like, um. I would uh, what's a what's a big, what's a big one? Well, Martin did sci-fi almost his entire career, and now in his sixties and seventies, he's becoming known for this fantasy that happens in Westeros and Essos. Yeah, yeah. But, but also Westeros is so big it's yeah, his but, it's his cosmere is westeros yeah. but most of martin's career was all sci-fi but i yeah. also i i mean i growing up i, I haven't wa- read them in in years now but like uh a uh, writer that we loved was the door within trilogy wayne with, thomas uh, wayne thomas batson and he had a lot of good stories he had the dream uh i don't even know what it's called at this isle point. of swords yes isle of swords the dream is books about um, people were in dreams and the, the story and all that stuff. They were good books, but his books mm-hmm. are the door within. Yeah, that's the, the door one within that's like, stories are his books. It's kind of like C.S. Lewis and yes, Narnia. It's Narnia. Yeah, he has books. C.S. Lewis has written so many He's successful written, books. But I I agree with the theory is that it's, a it's writer the has one. It, they have one thing. big thing that is that is defines their career. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, but the, C.S. Lewis, it, there's so much to the Chronicles of Narnia. There's 
how many books they have in the in the like Chronicles nine? of Narnia. What is it? Nine from Eight? the Magician's Nephew to all the way to the Last Battle. There's Honestly, a lot to do with it. Nine mm-hmm. little books is kind of weak. Netflix be putting out there. Eight- I don't care about Netflix. <laughs> it's Netflix on writers. It's crazy how you know the Narnia books are. They're very small. Yeah. yeah. You know, and and for nine books, right? To be what when you say C.S. Lewis, everybody yeah. thinks Narnia. Yes. To I mean, it's a good legacy, right? Uh, but I think what Brandon is building is so big. I I just have a little bit of a worry mm-hmm. that as time goes on, I don't know how it's going to, you know, maintain itself. This is what I think. If he doesn't outsource his fundamental ideas for the direction of the story mm-hmm. to too many people yeah. and he keeps it primarily coming from his own brain, then the purpose, the direction, even if not accepted well by some fans, will always be the correct direction. The problem is the problem is because when it comes down to it, it's his story. Yeah. Yeah, it's his story. The problem is when you get someone who's who really has a story or a group of people who really like think about Dave Filoni. Mm-hmm. They're screwing up Star Wars and they're doing some cool things with Star Wars right now. Mm-hmm. Most of the things that's good, Dave Filoni has his fingers at least placed inside of. You know yeah. what I mean? But there he's not the one directing the Disney branch right. of, for Star Wars. Would you stop? <laughs> He just said, fingers play so sad. <laughs> Why'd you have to say that? Because it's what I said. But that's just an example of what I'm saying. If he directs his story, it will be the correct story. Yeah, I and mean, it I, won't decay in the way you're thinking, the way you're describing with Marvel and DC mm-hmm. and all of these big ideas. I have faith in Dan. Dan Wells is a great writer. I've yeah. read his Serial Killer series, which was incredible it was enjoyable to read um and so i have faith in him um i'm just i'm i'm curious this project is so big yeah right i mean i i I finished the last book and i kind of realized how big the project was Mm -hmm. how many different characters how many different worlds yeah you know i'm just you know the pattern that we've seen because even Marvel Comics and DC Comics have gotten so big that they've devolved. Yeah. Right? I just – I don't want to see that in this. Yeah. You know? I think I think uh, a way to avoid that could be focus on something that still leans into your desire for the storytelling of mm-hmm. this story. But – doesn't require writing a novel and writing a bunch of lore and canon and and arc, you know, and characters. Yeah. yeah. Save some of your strongest moments for your beloved characters and lean into something like what is the language like Tolkien did. Write a crap ton about the language. Mm-hmm. Write a crap ton about the history of where it came from in historical documented fashion not with characters not with emotional moments just write it out like and this happened and this happened and this happened right like take a wall at your home and write out a big spreadsheet of the timeline and how things connect and then dig into that side of things and have fun with that 
so you don't corrupt your story with boredom because you feel like you have to churn out another novel, you mm-hmm. know? Because that that could keep you occupied for like a freaking year if you yeah. must, yeah. you know? Do you have something? But it, it, I, I don't no, no, I don't know if we're done with this. We're closing off this yeah, kind of segment. Off. But um, I just was curious to ask you one question. Don't don't tell me. I know I've heard some of your stuff. Mm-hmm. Wait, you said you, I'm going to ask you a question. Don't tell me. I'm gonna, I've heard some of your stuff. Don't tell me. Yeah, I won't no. get in. <laughs> I won't get into like a bunch of stuff. No, I've heard some of your stories. Uh, you you let me read some of your stuff you wrote now. Mm-hmm. But do you have that story? Do you have your story? Do you feel like there is? Because I know you and John Mark write a lot all the time, but they're maybe not finished work. You kind of start stuff, and then you're like, "Oh, that that was that's a story I like," but I don't write out a full story with it. Do you have your story that you'd love to build on in the future? Uh, I I do. I have what I consider to be an an extended universe. Yeah, in my mind, even though it's not it's not connected like Sanderson's. Yeah, all everything in my head is separate. Okay. Right. The only thing that binds them together are certain um, deities, which which bind the worlds together, and then one series that binds everything together. Um, I don't know if that's my one big idea. I don't know if it's my my thing. Yeah. Um, but there's a lot of ideas that I have in this idea. It probably won't be. It may not be. Uh, if I can get anything written in this in this kind of series of worlds and things mm-hmm. that I've built, that would be nice. Uh, it's not nearly as complex mm-hmm. as Sanderson. No, it, I, I, I feel like it, we're. I mean, we're only twenty five. Mm-hmm. Grandpa Joe over there, you know, he's got some years on his butt. Yeah, but he had a launchress yeah. when he was like nineteen. I mean, but us, no, we we have ideas, but maybe we've not perfected those ideas. We want to jump into the universe, but our ideas maybe yeah. aren't quite there. So I think I've got the idea. I don't know if it's the big idea that I'm going to have for a long time, Yeah, but it's a, it's, it's a fairly big idea. It's a big undertaking. I personally think that you will you will either be remembered for writing a story and that was the thing that defined your career or you wrote a bunch of stuff and the thing that defined your career was the one that stood above all the rest it'll be one it'll better. be the one that people people after the fact will be like oh yeah this is the one yeah yeah i mean i it's not just defining the career though it's it's a story that you no, look cuz to most people to most writers all of their stories mean a lot to them yeah if they invest time and effort the thing is the public kind of chooses your def- career defining story that's just how it is going to be okay cuz to a writer everybody all their stories are important to them yeah they're all they're all special um you want to tee this 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 section off so yeah uh we watched we reviewed a trailer reacted to a trailer recently with Will Ferrell oh Ryan Reynolds called one. Spirited mm mm-hmm. mhm this is a Christmas movie coming out this year with these two actors. Their promotion material has been really solid, and yeah. I enjoyed it. Will Apple the TV more Plus. than the you? We talked about this outside of the podcast, mm-hmm. outside of anything. You enjoyed the promotional 
more than the trailer. Yeah. Because, yeah, I mean, I'll let you explain well, why. Well, they're, they're but... saying in the promotional material, they're like, in a in a fun, comical way, they're sitting in a little thing with their outfits on. And they're like, no, this is not Elf. Yeah. This is not Deadpool. Right? This is its own thing. Ryan Reynolds and Will Ferrell. And they're having a good time. They're joking around. Go watch the uh, the video. But it's this new Christmas movie. Yeah. And so I want to kind of talk about Christmas movies. Yeah. New Christmas movies, yes. Mm-hmm. And old Christmas movies. And ultimately, I want to ask a question. Okay. And the question is, are the best Christmas movies behind us? You're contending with the future. Tread lightly. Yes and no. That's yes and no. You, okay. Freaking what? What's your answer? Yes or freaking no? I think I've talked about this on the specific episode or the pre-show. Um, this week, I was listening to, you know, a nice podcast with Quentin Tarantino. Would you? You brought this up twice now. Yes, Just say I know. Two Bears, One Cave. You were listening to Two Bears, One Cave. Quentin Tarantino happened to lot, be there. He brought a lot up with film, and I've been thinking about film because of this podcast yeah. this week that I listened to. You know, to. he was on the Joe Rogan Experience. You can just go watch that episode. I did not watch that episode. I did not watch that episode. It was better than this one. Okay, maybe I'll watch that too. But um, no, he talked about a lot about film, and it made me think. He said, right now we're in a in kind of like a recession for film mm-hmm. but he thinks we're going to be coming out of it eventually yeah i think it's pretty and soon. i would agree right now we are at this stage of there's not a lot of great stuff coming out mm-hmm. the question is how long has that been happening it's been happening for a minute Since but 2017 no longer than that i would say to the 2000s probably the 2000s. So, There's so, been quite a few films, but I would not I would be willing films. just to see down to like 2011, 2012, so what, what, but wait, not 2005. The things that we're referencing, the things that we're referencing, are the Hollywood identity politics yes. that are in movies that are often making them lesser than they could be. Could I that my- that has been happening since 2017. Yes. Imagine a bad could fungus I, could just I, spreading uh, through the cheeks. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, but eventually, I think. There'll be some kind of indie filmmakers that has great ideas because there's a mm. lot of great ideas in the indie film world that kind of come through Hollywood-esque films and get popular and we'll see more better the stuff. The movers and shakers. So back to your Christmas thing. Yeah, no. Right now, no. Mm-hmm. Eventually, maybe. There'll be some Christmas films Okay. Pop up. So you're yeah. saying we won't see any anytime soon. They're not coming out. I don't know how right soon, but it could be another five years yeah. before we see another um I don't know, Home Alone, The Grinch, Polar Express. Well, I just want to see another elf. Another elf? Elf's yeah. the most recent real hit. I mean, it's big. It's big. Everybody loves Elf. Before yeah. that, Everybody loves Polar, Polar Express. Express. Before that, Santa Claus or Tim Allen. Yeah. The Grinch. I mean, and these before are, that, you know, Muppets Christmas Carol. <laughs> yeah. So we've had a lot of movies in the yeah. past, right? A lot of Christmas. But it doesn't seem like we have any right now. No, we I don't. don't. And f- from the trailer of Spirited, 
I don't think it's the next big one that will no. be cherished like these do, like uh, these are. It's not. Um, Wait, I, what What film did you do? Spirited? Oh, oh, the, the new one with Will Ferrell. Yeah, I, was I like, don't know spirit. if it'll be. What? I don't know if it'll movie? be cherished like these ones. Mm. Yeah. Uh, it could be. I have no idea. From what I've seen, I, I'm I'm gonna take a I'm gonna take a loose guess and say probably not. Probably not. But I know what they're doing. Yeah. I know that they are trying to capture the magic, which I'm proud of, and I respect. And I would love to see more of. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Because Christmas movies are a niche in themselves. Christmas is a a one-time-a-year thing. That's when the Christmas movies are the biggest. Um, And, I mean, to say that the best ones are behind us is... Dramatic. Dramatic, because everything that has happened up until now is behind us. Yeah. Right? That's why I said the future is hard to contend with. Yeah. So we don't know what the next big one is going to be. I just... I'm kind of hoping yeah. that there's going to be some new ones. May I say this? Um, I don't. I. I don't. Th- we're not going to see any for a while. Mm. Fact. Spirited is not going to be it. The ones that come out next Christmas, the Christmas after that, it's not going to be, be it. Be the problem so is, I, w- I would love it to be amazing. We have to have a quality actor, someone like Will Ferrell, someone like Tim Allen, to come in and really try something that's innovative in the Christmas space. All right. We we're, no one's taking that that risk these days. Like Even who? who do you think would be a director to do it? A director a to Christmas do it. Christmas movie. A director to do it. Gosh dang it! I I could see Jordan Peele doing a fun Christmas movie. Ooh. But the that thing is, he's not going to. And the reason why is he has his own stories that he is trying to. Unless he's just trying to make that Christmas cash. You know, Christmas I mean? horror movie. Maybe, but they, well, they don't. They don't land. You need the. It needs to be family friendly. It has mm-hmm. to be. So what I'm trying to Tim say, is, no, not, the, no, the not Nightmare Before Christmas not is scary. Not necessarily. We talk about kids the, watch the Nightmare. Let me finish my thought. Let me finish. Okay. No one's taking that risk in Hollywood because basically, I would say probably seventy to eighty percent of everything in Hollywood is sequels and prequels. Mm-hmm. Everything. Just Google. It, just Google search movie news and then hit the Google tab that says news. All of the news is going to be gossip about actors or freaking new Sequel. information on Alien Seven. You know yeah. what I mean? And they they don't. There's no. They're literally talking about. A I Am Legend sequel right now. Yeah. Because they can't figure out and and with to put big Hollywood money behind, they are they don't want to take a risk. They want to say, we will for sure get money if we call it I Am Legend 2. Even if people don't like it, we'll get our money back. You know? They, yeah. they don't want to take a risk. I will say this though, we talked about this on something, a reaction or something. You have a big movie, it's going to be popular for like a couple years. And then people will enjoy it. A Christmas movie that gets popular. Like Elf. Every like year. Yell Elf. Every year for decades. The residual checks that comes out November, December are phenomenal. That's yeah. why I said Jordan Peele might be trying to get that Christmas cash. So how much How much do you think the director for The Nightmare Before Christmas is getting paid? He be getting paid. Every year? Every year, I'm going to say... Five hundred thousand. You think? It's, Hold up. First off, we need to know who made. I know Tim Burton did the Nightmare Before Christmas. 
The direct, no, the director of okay. Nightmare Before Christmas. That's Tim Burton. No, it's not. The re- you sure about that? Residual. You want to make a bet? Mm-hmm. Residual check stuff, like for Tim Burton, that, that movie came out years and years ago, but yet everybody watches it again the next Tim year. Tim freaking Burton, dog. Yeah. No, it's directed by Henry Selick. What are you talking about? It says it right there. Directed by Henry Selick. Who's... What did Tim Burton, Burton do? By, story story by, by Tim Burton. Tim Burton. That's basically the same. The, direct, the director of the movie okay, but is Henry Selleck. When, when Disney Plus put it... When Disney Plus put Nightmare Before Christmas on their platform, you know he's getting residual checks on top of every year because of that. Yeah. I mean, like, we watch this film every year, not because it's... I mean, it's good. You know what I think but, a big one is? I think a big one that people watch all year round and on Christmas is Die Hard. I think people because well, because think about it, Die Hard is an action movie. Yeah, so you can watch it. You can turn it on anytime. Mm-hmm. But the meme is that well, Die Hard's a Christmas movie. It's not. It is. It it's takes not. place during Christmas. It's movie. not a Christmas movie. It takes place during Christmas. So it's for not the, teaching no, you it a is. Christmas listen, message. Listen, it is not teaching you a Christmas message other than survival. Listen to which me, which makes it not a Christmas. Listen film. to me. Listen, I'm, I'm listening. Linda. I'm freaking listening. <laughs> listen, for the meme, people watch it at Christmas time. Yeah, for the meme though. For the meme. So they're Can making we, money all, you know, when people watch it during the year because it's a good action movie and when people watch it around Christmas for the meme. I, I think, yeah, no, it, it probably mostly around Christmas for the meme. But um, can we take 10 seconds of silence for, you know, Alan Rickman? Going on too. Bye, Gab. Bye, <laughs> Grabthaw's Hammer. Also, and by the Sons of War. Let's, let's take a second for Bruce Willis. Yeah, he well, retired this year. He He's retired, retired. Yes, He's, from an illness. From an illness. Yeah, He's I, not I, quite. big big respects to Bruce Willis for just everything he's done. He's been an incredible actor, um, and you know, I hope that he's, I hope that he's doing okay. Uh, you know, uh, yeah. I, I know he's sick, but I hope that he's finding some measure of peace, some measure of comfort, you know? I hope so, too. 5000 What many people don't know about Will Ferrell's finances is that he makes $8 million per year that's for more than Buddy the <laughs> Elf. <laughs> that's more than... That's what I said, that Christmas cash. Then eight, then 500000 You got to get that Christmas cash, my dudes. We got to make a Christmas is also, movie. This we is gotta, all not. No, this is also the internet. This could be false. We're going to take a loan out. We're going to take but a loan out. I don't out. think that's false. We each take out $10,000. We'll make a $30,000 Christmas movie. This is also, I, it, this could be false because the internet. Okay, but like by if that you logic, look, everything on earth No, if false. you look up someone's net worth. I would worth, say he's probably getting. Everybody that says their net worth is wrong. Everybody. Though. Oh. <laughs> Yeah. Probably true. No, it, no. I yes. would say he's. I would say he's making a good chunk change from the Elf movie. All right, cut cut that in half. Four million dollars. Cut it in half again. Two million dollars. <laughs> cut it more in half just one more time. More than no, one. One point five million dollars. It's, it's more than five hundred. Shoot, <laughs> even if I was making half of that, five hundred thousand dollars a year. Give me 
Give me seventy grand <laughs> every year for every free. Year for free, because I worked really hard for like one season, like I don't know, twelve years ago. Yeah. Oh, it was more than that. It was and more than 12 uh, years. Uh, who's the new girl? New uh, Ooh, Zoe Deschanel. Zoe, Zoe Desch. That's yeah. true. She was blonde. Everyone forgets nobody, about her. Yeah. Nobody ever. Yeah, brings her up on NL. She's uh, um, she was the she was the femme fatale, if you yeah. will. John Kane. Well who plays the dad. He's making a chunk of change. Hasn't he died? Has John Kane passed? I I thought maybe. <laughs> um <laughs> check to see if John Kane is passed. Well, I feel like this is nonsense. Earth. What where are we getting no, at? No, if with... John Kane is passed, it's not nonsense. No, it's not nonsense with John Kane. But what are we getting at with the with the Is Christmas is the good Christmas, Christmas movies behind us? That was the point. I say no, no, but we're not going to see him for no, a while. I would say also no, yes. For a minute, maybe. I mean, maybe if we get another Snoopy, you know. Has John Kane passed? Um, it, it's not showing me. John Kane? John Kane. John Kane? How many times have you Googled in this episode alone? I have to Google more in your guys' episodes. Dang, Elf came out in 2003. John Kane. Whoa. How do you spell his name? Uh... James Kane. James. It's not John. James. Uh, C-A-A-N. Nope. That's not him. He's alive. Is he? I think he's alive. No. Is this him? Yeah, that's him. Wait, it says he's dead. Ooh. James Kane. Well, we already gave 10 seconds of silence for Alan Rickman. Oh. Uh, Did Kane die? Um, Why Wiki. have I not heard? Wikipedia knows. Hold on, I'm pulling up Wikipedia. Ooh, yep. 2002. July 2002. Not 2000. 20, 20, uh, 2002. 2022. This, uh, year. 10 seconds. All right, we really. You know what? I'm sure I heard about this. Man. All right, silence again for James Can. Yeah. Uh, shush. He was in Rollerball. Buddy, you're not my son. <laughs> <laughs> what a great performance! Yeah, in in Elf. I wonder how much his James. estate makes from Man. Buddy each year. Well, you know, buddy thank you, James. Elf. Thank you for giving us one of the last wholesome Christmas films so, ever. So you were the the dad of all of us. Yeah, he kind of was. No, he's a he's a divorcee, <laughs> child abandoner. <laughs> I wouldn't call him a dad to all of us. <laughs> He's a late bloomer in the dad department. He didn't know he had a kid. He didn't uh, know. He he didn't know. Um, in the movie, he didn't know. So he let Buddy eat all the way off the off the noodles he wanted. So the big so so we kind of definitively said we don't think that the best movies are behind us. No, I don't think not. so. Just don't expect. Can you any move? For like Look at that. It's good. It's because it's people hard. like you made this image. We cannot be. We truly cannot be filmmakers or. Profess ourselves as filmmakers, even though we die in mm. leaves like way back in the day. If we believe that the best films are behind us, Ooh, very true. We cannot because we will make the best films. We will be up here someday. I just said we could take out a loan, ten thousand each. No, we'll make the best Christmas movie ever. We need at least a million. If movies like freaking Red Rider BB Gun. Yeah, the Christmas yeah, story. That could be if that can get popular, true. We can do an incredible Christmas film that will blow up. 
we just have to believe in ourselves mm. and be willing believe. to get be willing to get get our fingers a little dirty in the process. I do believe. Yeah. I do believe in fairies. Well, I think that was a good segment. <laughs> I enjoyed it. I had fun. Look, like, Christmas time is is time for skepticism and joy. It's the greasing for the season. <laughs> greasings, seasons, greasings, seasons, greasings. We got to pit these monsters so we you can You know end what this also episode. is a greasings? That's a that's kind of a monster. <laughs> Who's greasing you know what for a reason? What be greasing? What's greasing? The monsters. Here we go. So I put this slide together, and Josh's image was hard to do. Oh, yeah. oh no, I yeah. get it. I no, I picked the. I tried. What would you even call this? The lion. It's called a Nexu. The Nexu. Why from do you know that? Star Wars Episode Two. Episode. Star Wars Episode Two. Attack of the Clones. The Attack of the Clones. I was trying to pick, you know, the mantis, the the big one, uh, the one that what? goes to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hold on, hold on. No, no. It goes. <coughs> that's, Ooh, no, that's yeah. really good. <laughs> that's good. Yeah, that's it goes. <coughs> no. It goes up in, in yeah, pitch. Yeah. I was trying to pick that, and he was not human size, so I couldn't combat him with this. No, okay, so what I picked is I picked these zombie creatures from I Am Legend. What are they called? Death Notice I pointed out. I don't know. They're zombies. They're they're humans they're with zombies. a virus. Humans with a virus. Mm-hmm. A brain virus and an alopecia virus. <laughs> Will Smith versus alopecia. <laughs> versus angry alopecia, honestly. They're freaking It's like his everyday life. <laughs> He's like, uh, <laughs> it's like his line in the beat's like, I'm sorry. <laughs> Dang, freaking, this movie's just about him saving his wife. I don't know who gets to the end of the podcast, but that was a solid end Ooh. of the podcast. <laughs> okay, first we gotta pick who he beats He blew his. himself so, up in that movie in to my get away opinion, from that. What is this called? Nexu. The Nexu is only popular for, I don't know, turning Padme's one piece into a single piece. Yeah, we, we all appreciated that. We all appreciate. it. We did, it. of course, but I just call this, I don't know, a fluffer? <laughs> a fluffer. <laughs> I mean, what is it more known as, a dangerous creature? Or a get all the teenage boys going? True. I mean, that's what this creature specializes in. Mine specializes no, no, in death no. he's and got speed some, running. He's got some sharp claws and teeth this guy can connect can disconnect his jaw so he can get his mouth open more to be more dangerous this is insane pain don't bother him other than sunlight in a fight yeah but we didn't we we did not see this guy ever kill anybody he was very like threatening and will smith was scared but he never we know they do kill people but we also know that this dude with just his body can break through bulletproof glass with his head just with his body so he's pretty resilient um i honestly i think this would be an interesting matchup because i don't think he would do as bad as you think no, no, I, I, I you don't. You talking about the zombie? I agree the with zombie. you. Yeah, I think he would put up but a decent. He's got fight. no teeth. He does have teeth. He does have teeth. Well, he does have teeth. But if I'm, if I'm gonna be honest, yeah. don't give it to the the Star no, Wars creature. No, just because he's lion esque and he has four eyes, and he's got a, he's really happy looking. <laughs> he does look happy. <laughs> he looks like he just got a. 
He looks like he just got an ice cream cake birthday cake. <laughs> yeah. He's smiling ear to ear. He's like when everybody starts singing happy birthday. And he's like, let me show off my molars <laughs> real quick. <laughs> um, If I'm going to be honest. You're going with the zombie, aren't you? I am too. I think the cat, <laughs> I, I think the cat it. would ultimately damn. Yeah. Me. I mean, because even if this thing uh, bites this thing, he's not going to turn crazy and for a couple Let's be honest. Padme killed this thing. Or fended herself off enough to let something else kill it. it whatever you're going to say. Just because she hold and, it back. And, and in the process, utilized it to turn all of the high school boys on. True. I mean, <laughs> Look, Natalie Portman. Seems like there's a lot of. The only thing, in, uh, you know, the only thing that logic. could defeat the zombie was Will Smith blowing his himself up oh. or giving his true love back. There was alternate yeah. ending. There was an alternate ending. Both are pretty difficult. Yeah, yeah. Right? He wouldn't have won in either case. No, in either in either case. Well, hold up. Both cases, Will Smith loses. Okay, wait. Yes. So what we're saying is self-sacrifice. Who could win in this situation? A white woman or a black guy? Wait, who's the black guy? Will Smith. Oh. <laughs> uh, what? The uh, Well, look. I'm going to go with the black guy. I'm going to give it to the... I'm gonna give it to the next to the yep, cat. I am because too. it's got hair, and it. You're just saying that because it looks like a traditional monster. I think that's I, what we're going with. I think we should go with it. I think it would probably I, it'd be a tough fight, but I think the next would come out on top. He's got spines, he's got claws, he's got teeth, and he has he's a brain that tells him never stop, never quit, he's never surrender, always move forward. He's strong this. and he's resilient, yeah. and I think he'd put up an amazing fight. I think it'd be really good. He has a brain that's literally he's he's well, no, cut in half. If he he would if just he run for move, it, he would just run for it like this. Incorrect. And then he would hit into it. I don't think start he would biting run. it. Yeah. But this thing would just tear it apart. I think he's. Fast. I think he's much stronger than a human. No, he would. He no. So I, I think, agree. But I think he how is he going to fight? How is he going to fight this thing? He would just crazy run at it. And the only way you can win is if you. Climb All right, let's up give a it pole. to the freaking Nexu. Let's, let's give, give it, it to the cat. Give it to the the smiling cat. It makes that noise when it gets hurt. Mm. <laughs> 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 Thanks for watching the podcast. But listen, head, 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 head. we got the midnight special. Yeah, I'm gonna plug out. it. I'm gonna plug it. All right, um, Friday night, everybody. Uh, we got the midnight special. So hit us up on Patreon, uh, Patreon, Spotify at 10 p.m. and we'll be there for you. Um, audio only. And what else do I need to hit up? Just the Patreon. You can watch the video version. Links in Patreon, the description. Yeah, go Patreon. check out the Patreon. We got video version a week early for this podcast and the midnight special. The midnight special. So check go it check out. it out. Pre-show. We do a lot of weird things on the pre-show, you know. You might want to check that out. Yeah, the last pre-show, Joshua just argued with me the whole time. He just got his feelings last hurt. Last two. Just, the last two pre-shows. Joshua just gets his feelings hurt and we it's argue. It's awesome and uncomfortable. It's <laughs> terribly uncomfortable. But you should check it out. It's what, it's it's what you can pay for. You mm. can pay for two two brothers fighting while a third fans the flame. Hey, this is not... This is not, <laughs> this is not... Look, I did not... I wasn't trying to fan the flame. It just... Happen. But it's what you do every time. Look, if I can't take a side, I gotta fan the flames of both. You can sides. take the side. You can take the correct side. <laughs> That's me. <laughs> I can't take a side. You can't.